This is Contractor Sense with Ruth King. Welcome to Contractor Sense. Here you discover ideas, tactics, news, and information that matters to your contracting business and you. I'm your host, Ruth King. This episode is sponsored by Profitability Movement. Google profitability-movement to join this community of business owners focused on building profit, increasing wealth, and giving back. Thank you for joining us. Here is how we will help your business and you today. Last week, we started our series on IAQ products, and we gave you the five elements of the complete air solution to all IAQ issues. This week, we'll cover a quick review of all IAQ technologies and how they stack up against the complete solution. My guest for this two-part series, Tom Piscatelli, is Vice President of Secure Air Technologies. You might also recognize his name since he's a nationally recognized sales trainer in our industry who's always loved IAQ. In the second part series, you'll discover the good, the bad, and the ugly about IAQ. Tom, welcome back to Contractor Sense. Well, thank you, Ruth. I'm excited to be here. I appreciate the opportunity. Yeah, last last week you got the wonderful pleasure, let's put it that way, and I'm going to use pleasure in quotes of, of talking about how scary all these micron particles can be if we don't agglomerate them and, and having them get into our bodies. So IAQ is really important, and we as contractors, at least from my perspective, owe it to our customers to at least ask them and educate them a little bit on what's going on. So, all right. Well, we sure do. And uh, I was just thinking here as you were speaking about uh, an illustration that might get us all reconnected about the issues with these ultrafine particles. And I was told by Dr. Mark Arith, who's uh, our chief medical officer at Secure Air, that when we are at the moment breathing um, smoke from burning leaves, for example, or trash or something like that. So when we're actually inhaling smoke, that those ultrafine particulates at that moment in time increase our probability of having a heart attack by 50%. So if I'm gonna breathe second air smoke from somebody who's smoking a cigarette or a cigar, that's still true, right? Ultrafine particulate doesn't have any favorites or disfavorites. So yeah, at that moment in time, doesn't matter what it is, chances of a heart attack are increased by that amount. Lovely. All right. So let's let's get into something a little bit more positive and less scary. Okay. <laughs> all right. So let's let's do um the quick review of all AIQ technologies. And you have all this on your website too, correct? Oh, yes, there's uh, lots of discussion about these various technologies. And, you know, I'm going to speak generically about the technologies, not about a specific product. And all technologies arguably have their place, including Secure Air. So, uh, if it's okay, I'd like to start with a media air filtration technology. If that's sure. okay. That's fine. Okay. Start. Go ahead. Okay, great. So, most customers will think of a media filter as the thing they go buy at Home Depot and they have to put into their furnace or air conditioner once or twice a year, or they actually do it right, maybe as frequently as monthly. And a Home Depot media filter is actually one of the poorest performers of all filtration technologies. They, uh, 
the filters are now rated with the universal standard MERV. They hadn't been for some period of time. And a, a standard filter would be about MERV 8. Well, also printed on the packaging is the pressure drop. And I've asked the question often of contractors who tell their customers to go to Home Depot, not your clients, Ruth, but- I would hope not. <laughs> no, but other, contractor, uh, other contractors do. And the static pressure is 0.4 inches. And those of you who are of an engineering ilk know that the total static on the whole system should be a half an inch and NCI would tell us that the allowance for a filter is only 0.1. And here you are with a brand new clean filter getting 0.4 inches and goodness knows what happens to it when it gets dirty. Yeah. So media filtration is uh, a balancing act. And the generally speaking, the deeper the filter, the less the static pressure and the deeper the filter, um, potentially the higher the MERV rating. So what manufacturers do, and they do it correctly, my opinion, is they provide a, a variety of technology or products in the media filter category so that you can have one inch, two inch, four inch, and five inch filters that range from MERV 8 all the way up to MERV 16. Cool. Uh, remember though that unless there is something that makes the ultrafine particles agglomerate and move back to the filter, that MERV 16 filter isn't going to be doing much about the particulate that's in the air that we're breathing. Okay, so that's filtration, what's next? Ultraviolet light technology. There are basically two types of ultraviolet light and one is designed to radiate directly on a coil, the evapor evaporative coil that's in an air conditioning or heat pump system. And the other is one that's designed to um, somehow reduce the pathogens that are flying by um, in the ductwork. The first one, the one that radiates on the evaporator coil is very effective. As long as it can see the pathogens, it will destroy them. And the first manufacturer of these products, I think goes way back to Second Wind and three decades ago. Oh my gosh, and, I hadn't heard that name in an age. And they proved to me and many others that this works. So it, it has to be able to see it. In the case of an A coil or an N coil, then you'll need two bulbs in order to bathe the entire surface of the coil in the UV light. Okay. The other technology that depends on um, destroying pathogens or wants to destroy pathogens as they fly by in the ductwork is quite a bit less effective. If you know that uh, airflow at maximum design is 492 feet per minute, then that translates to eight feet per second. And it's pretty tough to imagine that a 
uh, virus or bacteria flying by at eight feet per second is gonna have enough intensity radiated to it from the UV light to actually do much good. Um, from my Honeywell days, I remember that uh, we were taught that it, they would be about 17% effective or out of uh, 100 pathogens, 17 of them would be destroyed flying by. So not very effective, uh, not the best solution for getting rid of things like COVID. Yeah. Okay. When we get back from break, we're going to go through the remainder of them. Is that, will that work? Yes, sir. Yes, ma'am. I'm sorry. <laughs> okay. All right. Thanks for listening to Contractor Sense. We will be right back. If you want all of your employees to do the things the way you want them to, you have to have clear procedures they can follow. Hate writing? Prefer to be doing things that generate revenue for your company? Then invest in one of my proven operations manuals, best practices that I've developed over 35 plus years to increase revenues and profits, and of course, build wealth. There are manuals for small companies with less than $750,000 in revenue and larger residential, commercial, and plumbing companies. There are also manuals for service managers, dispatchers, and installation managers. As Jim Maltman, owner of Four Seasons in Kingsville, Texas said, everything is in the manual. Now, whenever anyone asks me how to do something, I just point to the manual. It is dog-eared and tabbed. And Ricky Martin, owner of Martin Heating and Air said, I purchased your operations manual last year and have seen a significant difference in our operations since then. Don't waste your time trying to write a manual. Use my proven procedures. Go to www.hvacchannel.tv or call us at 770-729-0258 for the details on each manual. We're back. Thanks for listening to Contractor Sense. I'm talking with Tom Piscatelli, who is giving us all of the things that we really need to know about IAQ so that we can do our customers a really good service. Before the break, we talked about filtration and we talked about UV lights. So what's next? Well, let's take ion generators and without talking about specific brands, the ion generating technology has its usefulness in causing an attraction among other airborne particulates, these submicron particulates, making them larger, and that will get them back to a filter. But we also discussed last time about the uh, byproduct characteristic of this technology, and some might be a little bit persuaded by uh, for using that technology because there is a standard now, a UL standard, that labels them as ozone-free. And that standard, UL 2998, actually allows that those products to be approved if they make up to five parts per billion of ozone, ozone just being one of the byproducts. And so it's not truly ozone free, there is some amount of ozone. And then the rest of the ions uh, are also oxidizers. And we talked about that last time, mm -hmm. that they can create some harm when they're breathed in. So ion generator technology, useful purpose, but there is a possible downside to be aware of. Okay. After ion 
technology, what's next? Photocatalytic oxidizers and PCOs, and there are lots of them, um, also do the first step. They create agglomeration by producing hydroxyl radicals. Those are ions, hydroperoxide, friendly oxidizers. Uh, they also produce some ions as a byproduct. And all of these things, again, are oxidizers, potentially harmful if they're breathed in. Um, they will uh, interact. These ions and radicals and things will interact with other things that are in the air, as we discussed last time, create other byproducts, including formaldehyde and some other things. And again, not necessarily the healthiest to breathe. Regardless um, of that point, the, uh, they still need these this technology still needs something to capture the particles, something to destroy them if they are captured. And uh, that filter, of course, we wanna make sure is not gonna have high static and impact the performance of the heating and cooling system. Cool. All right, and the next one, drum roll, please. <laughs> is, is secure air. So three and a half years ago, I was introduced to this technology by the inventor and our CEO. And at the end of the day, I said to them, if you guys are telling me the truth and we can really make something that will do what you're telling me, then I want to be a part of this because this technology truly is an evolutionary step in IAQ and I had a second agenda. Back in my day with Honeywell, Honeywell dominated the IAQ business and they abandoned it. They were bought and sold and bought and sold, lost their focus, harvested the profits from IAQ technology, took their eye off the ball and literally abandoned it. And since then, lots of other products and manufacturers have filled the void. Well, I believe with Air technology, we can get back what was a dominant position in the IAQ business. If you think about it, this technology addresses all five critical factors that we've been discussing over the last two episodes. It removes particles, all of them, from the space. Check out our studies and you'll see this is validated. Removes them all captures them on a MER-15 MER cartridge. It destroys everything, removes, captures, destroys. There are zero byproducts. There is zero ozone, zero radicals, 0 0.0000. And our static pressure at 0.15 inches or less and a cartridge that lasts one full year is just an impossible combination of things that with secure air is actually true. So I'm encouraging folks to take a look at this and consider offering it to their customers in addition to everything else that they currently offer. Position this at a premium level, offer their customer choices, my favorite way of selling, and let them make a decision that's right for them and their families. Yeah. I mean, I choices are generally the better way to go. It's not like you got to do this. You know, they may not want to do that one thing, but they might want to do something else. And 
if you, you know, my thing about technicians, as you all know, is they're the educators out there. They ask the questions and the customers, you know, tell them what they need or want or desire. And this can be part of the suite of selling solutions. We couldn't agree more. Yeah. So <clears throat> the other cool part about it, for those of us who think about maintenance agreements, this can be part of a maintenance plan. You have to replace it every year, correct? The cartridge? The cartridge once a year, that's correct. So guess what? As part of your maintenance plan, Mrs. Jones, we will replace your cartridge. So it's just, you know, all the things that can help. And it's something that that contractors can really offer to customers and educate customers on. So cool. So um, website has all of this information, correct? It does indeed. And you'll, you can reach me through the website as well. Uh, I'd be happy to help. And uh, anything that we can do to help your customers be more successful, more profitable, and serve their customers better, you know, I'm a part of that. I'd be glad to be a part of that. Yeah, it's a, truly a triple win. So, so, Tom, thank you so much for joining us and appreciate the education. Been my pleasure. I thank you and I thank all the listeners. Uh, appreciate the opportunity. And thank you for joining us. Choose one thing that you discovered and implement it in your business. These ideas, tactics, and strategies help you make more money, have more free time, and give back. If you like today's program, spread the word. Please review this podcast on any device you're listening to it on. Help a fellow contractor make more money too. For comments or questions, call me at 770-729-0258 or email ruthking at hvacchannel.tv. Thanks for listening. Have a great and profitable day.